Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff management or ownership of this station the following program is sponsored by max out savings advisors the views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of knth its management max out savings advisors or its sponsors max out savings advisors and members of the max out savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show Plan for your prosperity, prepare for your retirement, safeguard your savings, and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement as always here on the show uh, every Saturday and uh, every and actually every uh Every Sunday at 3 o'clock, and you can also listen live anywhere in the world by going to uh, am1070theanswer.com or the just type in KNTH 1070 uh, and Google us up, and then you can hit listen live and listen anywhere in the world. We also have podcasts. We also have the Max Out Savings Report, which I'm writing now, and uh, which is a free report we send out. and. We've got thousands of, of of followers on the report, so there's all types of ways you can catch the show, listen to the show, uh, catch the report. Uh, go to the website maxoutsavings.com to sign up for the report. <laughs> our motto and our, our our philosophy 
is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. We started the show over a decade ago talking about that. The savings rate was close to zero. Now it's creeping up. We've got a pretty good savings rate. Things are pretty good in the country. we got 3.7% unemployment. Uh, Wages are going up. The, uh, uh, the most uh, recent report that just came out, a uh, little drop in, 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 in uh, growth, uh, job growth. But, you know, keep in mind, when you're at 3.7%, it's hard to really boost up, get a half a million, a mil, you know, uh, or 300,000 jobs or, or uh, half a million jobs a month because there's just not that many people you can hire out there. If you got an employment rate of six percent, five or six percent, or six or seven percent, and the economy starts taking off, you can hire a half a million people. But you can't do that when there's no workers. And so, but but the interesting thing about that report was a couple things. Uh, the the uh, people are starting uh, small businesses in record numbers. I mean, the internet is really enabling that, which is exciting. The other thing, wages continue to kind of march up. Wage, so people are getting raises, uh, and so things are are doing pretty well in in the economy. The United States is the best place in the world to be. Uh, you know, if you listen to the uh, the fake news media, I mean, we had the recession scare. I mean, they were literally running banners, imminent recession, underneath as they were talking, uh, to to frighten the American people. And but really, this is a pretty good place to be overall. I mean, uh, German Germany's uh, manufacturing rate is dropping. It had a very bad uh, July number for dropping. Their economy looks like it's going into recession. China has got the slowest uh, slowest growth rate in about twenty five years over there. They're suffering. We're in pretty good shape in the United States. And you know, this. I mean, I hate to use the word fake news media, but honestly, it's astonishing. I I'd happened to turn on CNN a little bit last night for a few minutes, and it's just to watch how they twist everything. It's like Donald Trump is the bad guy, no matter what happens. Uh, you know, as you can see, Donald Trump was walking down the sidewalk, and he actually stepped on the grass in one part, damaging the grass and ruining the environment. I mean, it it's almost fun to watch CNN try to twist this around, but... <laughs> the stuff about the imminent recession, reset, you know, they, they try to scare the American people. I remember in 2008, they would talk in 2000, they would talk the economy up, talk the economy up. Oh, you know, it's not that corporate executives. Oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, oh, my God, what are, where are these people like at? This economy is crumbling. And oh, it's really not that bad. I'm like, no, I know it's bad. I know your business is bad. I talk to your people. But they would say and now they come with Donald Trump in the trade war. And, and, and what happened and, and, and what they're doing is, is they're sitting there and uh, they're, they're, you know, they're saying how bad it is. Well, look, things are slowing down a little bit, but this is a trade war. And it's a it, it's a winnable situation, but in order to win, we have to stick together and and make people you know think that we're going to sit there and get tough and and win the trade war. I mean, Britain's coming at the same thing with the Brexit. You know, you got uh, Prime Minister Boris Johnson over there. He's trying to get a deal. He convinces the Queen to waive the Parliament uh, for about three two weeks. They have a, a recess and extended a week so he can try to get something done with with the with the EU and the EU keeps looking at the, at the parliament hoping that they're going to bail them out and not leave and so they don't want to negotiate and so it's hard to get things done out there i mean you have to stick together on things in the past i mean the economy i mean it's embarrassing how the the press has tried to talk down the US economy i i remember years ago this was a long time ago uh, I, you know, I, they had CNBC and Jim Cramer was on CNBC. And back then, it, he wasn't that big of a deal. And, 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 and so he had a blog. And, and, and so he'd go back and I'd put stuff in the blog. And, and I remember he would get on and go, oh, things aren't that bad, aren't that bad in, in, on Wall Street. You know, this is, this is a problem. They've got a few liquidity issues. Better come out. I said, really? But they don't have any real liquidity. All these companies are in good shape. And I remember... I texted him back and I said, Jim, this is ridiculous. I said, you know damn well 
that those that those <laughs> you you know that those that that, that 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 I think it was Bear Stearns. I said, you know that those guys are in trouble. These brokerage firms in trouble. They're losing their funding. They're in very severe trouble, and you're doing a disservice to people by telling them it's, that it's good when you know you know it is it is not true, and 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 things are going to get are, are 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 not what you're saying. And I know you know this. And I remember walking at our old place. We had a two-story offices. We we could go to one level to the other. I remember walking down, and I don't think it was 20 minutes. Maybe it was a half an hour later. And all of a sudden, I see Jim Cramer on his famous rant on TV uh, about how they know nothing at the Federal Reserve, how bad it is out there. He flipped. I, I would say... I helped him convince him to do that, but it was so close to when he did it. I'm not sure he saw it even, but it was, but I mean, that's the problem is people in the past used to kind of hide the problem so you wouldn't see them. And now it, things have gotten so political that they're actually trying to talk people into, into recessions. Uh, you know, we were able to see in, in 2008, we talked about in 2007 on this show, 2007, no one even dreamt it was possible. We said, look, the investment banks were going to fail. That that's about the only time I ever really thought I was not going to be on the air the next week, and and because I said, look, they, they're going to run into fun, they're running into funding problems. Their debt is growing too quickly, and, and so we try to shoot straight with 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 our listeners. We try to give them what we think is going to happen in in the world, and and and, and, and but we but in the past. With the media, they always try. If the economy, so they try to put kind of a positive spin, so they wouldn't scare people. It's it's embarrassing what they're doing to try to the economy. Well, you know, as much as they hope we're going to go into recession, so we go into recession, so Donald Trump doesn't win. The, the media and CNN, and Washington Post, and and uh, and uh, New York Times, and the rest of them, uh, MSNBC. They ought to understand is if they get what they want and Donald Trump will be going to recession, Donald Trump doesn't win. Hey, great for them. Think about the people that lost their jobs, lost their houses, uh, lost their future so that so they that so the mainstream media could have their dream to get. I mean, it's in get rid of President Trump. It, it's embarrassing. It's it's profoundly un-American. It, it has gotten so bad out there. It's gotten so bad that we had a former vice chairman of the Federal Reserve, Bill Dudley, come out in an op-ed in Bloomberg and say that, well, look, you know, if the president's trade war with China slows down the economy, the Federal Reserve should do nothing to help him out. Uh, and 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 if if they can influence the election to prevent the, the uh, Donald Trump from uh, being elected, if he's going to fight the trade war and it could slow the economy down, then it's incumbent on the Fed to try to prevent Donald Trump from being reelected. I think Larry Kudlow, the nicest thing I heard said about this was uh, the he's one of President uh, Trump's economic advisors said he basically he jumped off a cliff. And Larry Kudlow said privately he talked to Fed Reserve officials that were horrified by what this man said. And it just shows the level of of Trump derangement syndrome that these people are going through. The idea that that a former vice chairman of the Federal Reserve would say that the Federal Reserve should try to sabotage an election and uh, and against the will of the American people uh, is it. it, it I mean, it's really kind of frightening. I mean, it, 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 and the one good thing is, is there's been enormous amounts of pushback. And he doubled down and tried to come up with another thing, basically saying the same thing in a nicer way. But, but you know, you cannot have the Federal Reserve is is an institution owned by Wall Street banks, and now the president gets to put people on on the panel, but understand that it's owned by Wall Street banks and the idea that a former vice chairman of the Federal Reserve, Bill Dudley, would say that the Federal Reserve should influence elections. Honestly, I, you know, there's a really good case that the Fed should, Federal Reserve should be immediately dismantled as a threat to the United. I mean, yeah, you really cannot underplay this. The fortunate thing is, is people have been just horrified by, by what the Federal Reserve has tried to say. And, and, and we've tried to kind of understand why he said it, I mean, the positive is it's Trump derangement syndrome, and, and Bill Dudley just lost it. Uh, the more negative thing is, what is he seeing out there? Some is there some type of real severe problem in Europe or somewhere else? Or are the Chinese behind the scenes making some type of threat 
that's threatening the United States and he's frightened. I mean, and so you really almost have to wonder really behind the scenes what's going on. I don't I don't have an answer for that. I think I've always been pretty good at, at watching the Fed and sort of reading the tea leaves. But 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 that in fairness, Bill Dudley is a former vice chairman. So it's not the Federal Reserve itself, but it is a real concern out there of of what is happening. It, and and I think what these people are seeing is they're starting to panic because the European Central Bank is at negative interest rates. There isn't even any economic theory. Okay? You know, if, if you go back five years or let's say 10 years, I don't think you could find any economic theory out there that would justify that, that even talks about negative interest rates because it's never happened in history. So no one knows how to deal with it. It, 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 we're having to, we have to deal with it with retirees. Pension funds have to deal with this. Insurance companies have to deal with this. Banks have to deal with it. Bank, it could dismantle the entire financial system. And, and so this is, and again, we're dealing with central banks that have gotten out of control. They've been in too loose, and now they're struggling and don't know what to do. The good news is things are doing well in the United States because we have low taxes, deregulation, and, and we have a, a very strong economy that's slowing to some extent, but a very strong consumer economy and people are getting raises unlike almost anywhere else in the world. Tell you what, we'll be right back and more and discuss this, how this affects your retirement right uh, in this minute right here on the Max Out Savings Show. In times like these, everyone could use a hand. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Again, we're talking savings, investments, and retirement. Look, we're just talking about some of the, the problems with, with what's going on. I mean, the, 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 uh, really, the f- whole financial community was com- was shocked by Bill Dudley's comments, former vice chairman of the Federal Reserve, that the Fed should influence elections. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, it, it's it, – I mean, it, it, that's absolutely astonishing. Uh, I actually saw a story today that 
the Russians have called in Facebook and Google and the rest of them into their country and said, look, the elections are coming up over here. We be, you better not do anything to influence our elections here. And, and, I, and I think, I mean, th- this thing with, with, uh, with, with outside influence on elections, we just went through, we just went through uh, you know, a year listening to this absurd story about the Russians influencing the elections here. I mean, this is a really hot issue. I mean, the idea that, that, that a former Fed governor says that the Federal Reserve should be influencing elections is astonishing. I, I think there's going to be enormous pressure on, well, the Fed, number one, but, but the, uh, it, it, the media companies as well. Next week, we're uh, not the media companies, but the uh, but the uh, the uh, the internet companies, the Google, your Facebook, all of these companies. Uh, there's just going to be enormous, and rightfully so. I mean, it, when there's when there's actually video out there of corporate meetings at Google where where top level executives are crying the day after, a couple of days after Hillary Clinton lost the election, and, and the, the senior management is up there, you know, in mourning over over the loss. I mean, it's just, and then they're firing workers that are conservatives. I mean, that's genuinely disturbing, and 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 so there there's. But there's a number of uh, that's going to come out this next week uh, of of uh, attorney generals are, are going to sit there and go after some of these people for antitrust issues. Uh, I, look, if you talk to Google, they'll tell you it's not fair. They really don't think there's an antitrust issue. I've, look, I've talked to some of the to, uh, to some of the people that have, in the, have run their their antitrust in in the past. We've had discussions on this, and you know they they feel like they're not. I mean, they they feel like they're doing fair, and it, it, it's a it's a level playing field. And I think they, I think in their heart they sort of mean it, but 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 they just have to be extremely cognizant, and particularly when it comes to politics, uh, there it's just uh, y'all have no idea. I've, I've talked to you know a number of political people on just what's coming. Texas, there's going to be hundreds of millions of dollars spent in in in. Uh, with Google and Facebook and and TV and radio and everything else coming up on this election, I think you're going to see wall-to-wall political coverage starting almost January first, and, and and so it's just going to be a very hotly contested election and and different things, but but and rightfully so. But you can't have people like the Federal Reserve. You can't have people un- uh, tilting the playing field like Google and Facebook. I mean, it has to, there's going to be there should be enormous pressure on them. And 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 we, I mean, I, I'm just absolutely astonished by this Bill Dudley remark. I, I I've always been deeply as as long term listeners of the Max Out Savings. My opinion of the Federal Reserve is. I think they've been too loose with money. I, I think they've created a lot of these crises. If you go back, uh, the genesis of this really was 1987 when uh, the market crashed and they flooded the system with money and it came up. And And then uh, the, the really fascinating thing was t- was 1999 with the tech bubble when it blew up. Uh, I, I think it's Alan Greenspan took interest rates way down at that time. And that's when uh, Ben Bernanke uh, – came up with his famous helicopter speech as a Fed governor, not as a Fed chairman. And and that's when we wrote in the Max Out Savings Report that, look, there's a 20-year bull market. It was, it was 2002. You're going to see a 20-year bull market in, in gold because these central banks are going to flood the world with money. We predicted it in the report. And, and uh, it, it was late. I looked it up. It was, it was November of, of, of 2002. I want to say it was like gold was like $300. Uh, so we have to the end of of probably 2022, 2023 in that range. And, I, and that's kind of where I think you're going to see this thing kind of end somewhere in there and uh, with, with with very high gold prices. Uh, I think we are right on that. The fascinating thing about 1999, they flooded the system with money, took took Fed funds way down. I think it was closer to 1%, one and a half, forgot what it was, but extremely low rate. The, the amazing thing is the economy really didn't slow down very much. It was, you know, it was the, the bubble was really just in the technology sector, and it kind of kept humming along. Uh, it, it, and so they really didn't even need to take the rates as low as they did. They just panicked. And what they did is they they set the seeds up for another bubble, which was the housing bubble, in, in the bank bubble, which blew up the banks and, and the and the investment banks that, that we predicted in in oh seven. So I mean the, the 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 these huge 
monetary surges by these central banks haven't really done anything. What they've done is is we have a tremendous wealth disparity in the United States. So young people working and starting out, they can't afford homes. They can't afford property because it's too expensive. They can't afford assets because they're all bid up by private equity funds, by, by cheap money and everything else. And so it's hard for them to get a leg up for the next reg up because because they keep artificially propping up uh, stock prices. I mean, I'm not the only, I mean, the numerous people, very high levels have said, you know, they've artificially propped up stock prices with these low rates. And, and so younger people, they don't get a chance to get a, to, to move up on the, on the ladder because of this. And, and, and so, so here we are, you know, another, another bubble sort of in the making. I think it's a corporate bubble with the, the debt levels out there. We, we talked on, on the Max Out Savings Show last week about the top three of the top bond managers in the world are trying to stay away from corporate bonds. Some of the people at PIMCO, some of the people at Double Line, uh, Gunlock, and also at, uh, at uh, uh, what's his name, over at uh, Guggenheim, uh, Menard, is they're all like, hey, there's too much debt in the corporate area. And, 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 and we, we came up with the tax cut to try to help out corporate America. And all they did was take on more debt to buy back stock versus trying to put it in, in, in capital spending. And, and why this is important is, is if you look, look, you get, you get growth, GDP growth. So productivity is the key. Productivity allows you to, to give people raises. So if they become more pro- productive, they can give them a raise. So if you're like a, like uh, if you, I give an example. If you're building houses and you're you hitting away with a hammer, uh, you know you pay a person that much to build a house. But if you can sit there and and give him a, a a nail gun, then he can do twice as much work. He becomes more productive. Maybe his wage doesn't go up twice as much, but maybe it goes up twenty five, thirty percent. And that's kind of on a simple level. So if companies are putting money back in to into productivity. Then, then wages are going to go up. Look, in the future, you, you hear about, oh, we're desperate for workers. Then on the other side, you, you hear, well, we're, everything's going to be robotics and we won't need any workers. Well, if we have robotic stuff, then we can afford to pay people more money. But here's the key is if, if we're moving all our, 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 our manufacturing to China because it's cheap labor, if it's robotic, then we can bring it back to the United States. But the Chinese see this and go, oh, no, we want the robotic factories here. The answer to these corporate Americas, no, we want the robotic uh, manufacturing here. And what too many of these corporations, these CEOs, they hire some new CEO, and what he figures out is he can go shut down all the factories in the United States, turn over the manufacturing to the Chinese, save a little bit of money, and his profits go up, and we've lost all the workers. And more important than that is we've lost a future for manufacturing in the United States, and it's damaging the United States of America. The United States of America should be run for the long-term, not short-term quarterly profits. It, it, and this is something we need to see. And, and I think the answer is, I think these tariffs ought to stay in place. If you want to ma- manufacture overseas, I have no problem with it, but you're going to pay a cost to get in here. We're now seeing, there was an interesting story out uh, about one, uh, I think it was BlackRock, is the, you know, the, the Amazon rainforest is burning down there. And uh, a lot of companies, big companies, are cutting down the 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 rainforest to to put in soybean fields and cattle ranches. Well, that's destroying the planet. Well, we have plenty of soybean fields. We have the best soybean fields in the world, and we have great cattle ranches all over the place down here. So American beef and American soybeans are, aren't destroying the environment. They're not polluting the planet. And so, again, wh- what we need to start taking a look at is if American products can be made at a cleaner rate more productively in the United States. Why are we importing them? And basically all we're doing is we're creating pollution around the world. We're losing jobs. We're losing our future. And and, and so Donald Trump sees this. He's talking to these executives. He says, look, I want this stuff back in the United States, and rightfully so, because 25, 30 years in the future when things are run by robotics and we have self-driving cars and everything else, do we want everything to be manufactured in China? I mean, well, how do we think we're going we're gonna to build wealth in this country if it's all going over there? Yeah, it was really good for corporate America for 5 or 10 to 15 years when they had a great profit run. But then in the end, they basically sold out the American people. And so this is why we have talked so much about being such a big critic of China on this show and, and, and said, look, we need to stand up. Finally, the American people have 
we're not saying anything the American people don't already know. They elected Donald Trump to do this. And, and now we're seeing Wall Street executives and CEOs lobbying the president to try to stop and just give China a chance when they have never, ever been trustworthy in the last 30 years with us. And, and, or are we going to stand up and say, no, we're going to develop the American people? You know, I was, one thing I like about China is China's like, hey, we've got a 2025 plan. We're going to lead the world. We're going to have robotics here. We're going to have artificial intelligence. You know, we're going to be the greatest country in the world. We're going to build up a wonderful place. Even their pollution, they go, we're going to clean up our pollution. Well, they believe in, the, in themselves. They believe in the Chinese people. They go, hey, China's the greatest. We're the greatest country in the world. We, we've been here for 5,000 years. We're superior to everybody. Well, you know, I respect them for believing that, but we should believe that about ourselves. And, and uh, you know, I gave an example. Today, I, I saw one of my sons off. He's going to OCS up with the Navy, officer uh, candidate school. He went, he wants to be, he's been accepted to be a pilot, uh, to flight school. Well, I, you know, he could have probably made a lot more money elsewhere, but he's doing something to the betterment of the country to defend the United States of America. And we're seeing too much of this thing where people are just going out and tr- trying to, and, and a lot of these corporate people basically haven't given any, you know, thing for the United States. And, you know, this is the greatest country in the world. I was looking at a map. So I've got a map of of Texas. It's an old Texas map from like 1820s. And, uh, and, 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 and it's actually a Mexico, Mexican map because back in the 1500s, in the 1600s, uh, Mexico was a pretty well developed country. I mean, it was it was pretty well developed. It was a it was a, a colony of Spain, and then they, they you know Spain went off, and Mexico became a country, and 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 so they were very well developed for two hundred years. And so if you look at the map, you know there's Mexico, all these little towns all over the place, and trading routes and everything. And then there, there's Texas, and actually California, and it's like a wasteland. There's nothing there. You know, there's a reason the Mexicans didn't populate Texas. It was pretty. I mean. Texas is not a nice place to live. I mean, it's every day. It's been a hundred almost out there this week. It, you know, it, it, and so it's 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 dry sometimes. It you know it hadn't rained. I talked to somebody. It hadn't rained for like six weeks at the ranch, and it's just you know. So no one's up there. Well, here comes the United States of America. They take over Texas. We get California too. So the map has. Mexico has Texas, they have New Mexico, part of Arizona, uh, Utah, Arizona, and California. So the map goes up a little above San Francisco. Well, California, there's like San Francisco, uh, I think Santa Barbara, I don't think L.A. was there, little bitty dots, and then San Diego, little, you know, they were virtually little uh, missions, and that was it. And then Texas, they had San Antonio, Austin wasn't even there. And a couple other little towns. I think San Gabriel was there in the 1600s, actually, uh, which didn't even exist anymore. But, uh, but so there was virtually nothing there. So in in 1825, th- there was nothing there in these places. Okay, fast forward just about 200 years later, and arguably that part that was part of Mexico, which is California and Texas, going, Texas going all the way to California from Louisiana border, you could take that out, carve it out of the United States, and we'd likely be one of the most powerful countries in the world, without a doubt. Without a, That's where all the technology, almost all the technology is coming from California and Texas, a little bit from uh, Massachusetts or somewhere, but not much. If you look at all of the all of the energy sector we built up, if you look at all the all the the farmland, if you look at the irrigation, if you look at everything that has happened, all the the, the airplanes, the the, uh, the the big chunk of the whole air air uh, businesses is in those areas. All of these different things came out of these two areas that were basically desert two hundred years ago. And why did that happen? We weren't we didn't have five thousand years of history. We didn't have two hundred years in Mexico of built up thing. We had nothing. We had a bunch of scrubland that they literally had to fight off the Indians fifty years later in those places. And yet we built the most powerful place on the planet. The reason is we have capitalism, we have a free market, and we have democracy. Things that China doesn't have and things that Mexico really doesn't have in many ways. And that's why we are the most powerful nation in the world. And we should respect that and understand that. And, and this idea of socialism and the idea that China is better than us or equal. No, they're not. We're something special. And tell you what, we're going to be talking more about the market. Sorry about for the little talk today. Uh, understand where we are in the world. 
Yeah, this is the greatest country in the world, and we're going to talk some more about the markets, which you probably want to hear about, about some things coming up, a new exciting uh, uh, bill passing Congress that, believe it or not, has huge support in the Democratic and Republican side that you probably haven't heard about right after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. And now, more of the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can call us at 713-339-1070. This is a live show on Saturday. And uh, also, uh, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our free report. That's coming out shortly. We'll be talking about some of the issues we talked about today. Uh, the Secure Act, how many people have heard of that? Ryan, have you heard of that, Secure Act? No. Most people haven't. Okay, now this is an interesting, this is a uh, basically retirement uh, savings uh, bill that has sailed through uh, con- the, rep- the House of Representatives and the uh, the Congress. I, I, it seemed like it was like 300 to, three, to 30 votes or some ridiculously lopsided number. And Republicans and Democrats all are supporting this bill now. It. The House has one version, the Senate has another, so it has to go to conference and it goes to the president. Uh, A lot of big things in this bill. Uh, One of them is they're talking about maybe moving the RMD date back instead of 70 and a half, 70, maybe 72. We'll we'll sort of see how that goes. Uh, A lot of people don't like taking their RMDs and they complain, well, we're going to be doing RMDs over the next couple months. making sure everyone's taken out enough for that, uh, for our clients. Uh, and uh, it's a required minimum distribution once you turn 70 and a half. But they might change it and push it back. This is something we're going to see. We're going to watch closely. I haven't seen anything if it's going to count this year. I'm suspecting it's likely to be next year. But we'll see, and we'll keep you informed uh, in the Max Out Savings Report on the Max Out Savings Show on that. Also, 
There's talk that the uh, the uh, inherited IRAs. Uh, there's there's a, what's called a stretch uh, IRA, which you can you can uh, roll over your IRA. You get a beneficiary IRA. You can stretch it out and take it out over your lifetime. There's talk that they might. I think they're going to do something to move it, so it has to be taken out within ten years. And, and so this is going to, I think, create a number of strategies which we'll which we'll talk about uh, uh, as well when, once we get a, a little bit better idea of of. Uh, of 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 what it, what the situation is, uh, after being inherited, an IRA would have to be distributed and taxed within ten years, and so I, I've not seen on the Roth, but I'm sure they're going to do something with the Roth. The Roths, uh, I think, even more vulnerable to that, uh, and so this is something we want to see. There's also going to be some things for smaller. But this is a problem we really see a lot of. Smaller businesses really don't have a good way to save. Uh, and it's gonna you're, it's gonna allow different groups like the uh, oil man's association or or the the the, the, the AMA or whatever to have uh, American Medical Association to have like a, a an IRA a master uh, excuse me four hundred one k and so smaller groups can can join the four hundred one k in 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 and so if you have three or four or five and ten employees they can have their own 401k plans this was a big thing because they're really trying to help uh this really is about saving and building up wealth and and, and so this is so so smaller uh companies will be able to have 401ks this is harder for smaller companies they get hit with much higher fees and different things and this is a way to kind of take care of that so it, it it's called the secure act look later this year uh we're, we're going to try, try to see if we can get some more information on that and, and see what we can come up with on that but uh it's something to think about rmds are coming up if you have an inherited ira or if you have a uh a, an ira now what one thing you can do in an ira is is you can actually uh uh do what's known as if if you're older than 70 and a half and you have your RMD one thing you can do is you can do a qualified charitable distribution and so let's say your your uh, IRA your RMD is $5000 well you can send it to the you know uh first presbyterian or the or or second baptist or whatever just have them send the money right over there to the church payable to second baptist and and so the check goes out of your IRA, payable over there, and now comes you don't get a tax deduction. You go well, Ted. Why would I do that? Well, the answer is you don't get a uh, you don't get a ten ninety nine from the government uh, or with saying that that you took five thousand dollars out. So it doesn't go on. They know you took the money out, but it doesn't go on your your taxes. So it doesn't raise up your taxes. So so so, so instead of maybe making a hundred thousand dollars in retirement, you make a hundred and five thousand dollars instead. You just make the hundred thousand, but you don't get the five thousand dollar deduction. This is really helpful for things like keep in mind some of your uh, your. Medicare uh, expenses can go up and down based on how much you make. Uh, there's other things out there. Your taxes can go up on, 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 on how much you make. And so it helps out. And then if you're not itemizing, it helps you out even more there. So it's called a QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. And, and it, you can do it with your RMD. So instead of taking, instead of you getting the check and then taking it down to the church, you, you can just have it sent directly there and then it stays off your taxes. It, it's a pretty good program. The maximum you can do is $100,000. Uh, so we're starting to see more clients do this type of thing. I think it's a good charity. Uh, it's a good way to handle your charitable deductions and minimize your taxes called the QCD, Qualified Charitable Distribution. So those are a couple things that that are happening. We're coming. Remember, year in for the RMDs. Uh, another question on RMDs is: I have three IRA accounts. Uh, can I take? Uh, do I have to take? They're each a hundred. Add, let's say they're each a hundred thousand dollars, and I have to take out uh, thirty five hundred from each one. Uh, well, let's just say three thousand dollars from each one for the ease of the math here. Uh, and the answer is, you can take three thousand from each of your IRAs, or you can take of your three IRAs, or you can take $9,000 from one of the IRAs, and that still qualifies as the uh, as the RMD for, for to take care of you. So the RMD is the total for all of your IRAs, and that's the total amount you have to take out. The RMD is not by the account uh, if you can take it out of a separate account. Now, the RMD is calculated on the 
on what the the value is of the account the year before uh, at at January first or December thirty first the year before. So, but beyond that, you can take the money out of different types of accounts. That's questions on RMDs when you turn seventy and a half. Remember, you also have inherited IRAs. Uh, they have an RMD with them too, and a lot of people forget about this one. So. Something to think about. Uh, we'll bring you more information. There's other changes in that Secure Tax Act, but we're really we're not exactly sure which of the, the Senate or the Republican bill or how it's going to all break out. But th- I'm pretty sure it's going to go through just because of the, uh, the, the, the votes have been very lopsided supporting this thing. Uh, but there's almost, you know, the Republicans and Democrats are on board with this. One of the few things I, people are kind of shocked when I talk to them about this, but they're both on both sides supporting this issue. So something to think about there. Uh, the what else do we have? You know the markets this week they're up some. Uh, we're a little bit suspect of the of the tech sector right now. We have a hedge on in place there. Uh, we're watching that real closely. There, there's some, there's a lot of antitrust things coming at them next week. Uh, it, it, it looked like it was breaking down, then they went and popped back up. We're watching this closely here. Uh, I, I think there's. I think the earnings in the whole tech sector is re- are really up in the air because there's so much going on with China. There's a global slowdown out there pretty clearly. And, and so I, I, they, they've really gone after the manufacturing sector and sold in the cyclical sector and sold that way down in this economy. They haven't really sold the tech sector down as much. And I suspect there's a, there, there's more much more cyclicality in the tech sector than people realize. So this is something we might change that up. Uh, in here, we still think you have to. I think in this market, you got to be very cautious. Uh, we're looking at some really beaten down uh, cyclical stuff in here. Some of the farm stuff in here, I think we're seeing some real opportunities there. Other parts of the market just look very, very expensive here. Uh, we, as we've talked about on the, on the show and in the Max Out Savings reports, the, the drop we've seen in 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 the in the bonds. It really has mirrored what we've seen in oh seven uh in in july to i i want to say no to november december of oh seven and then kind of the collapse in oh eight that really we we've seen a big drop uh you know one point uh our most recent drop was where where is it it, it was about uh it's been about one point six seven percent or 167 basis points. That that's pretty much what we during the Lehman collapse. It was 173 basis points. So this has been a big drop. Very clearly, a couple things are happening. There, the dollar's the strongest place to be, and the United States is the only place to be. We got a really good economy, and and Europe's economy is looks like it's drifting in a recession. They have negative interest rates here, and so it's really causing. Uh, People are starting to kind of panic in some of these things and flooding into safe, safe harbor investments. And so what, what we're seeing here is is I think you've got to be very defensive. We talked about shorter-term bonds, government bonds. You don't want to be in the corporate bond right now because as, as a global economy slows, corporate debt levels at record high levels. And as that starts changing and then the, the spreads widen out as the economy slows, particularly the global economy, that's going to put a lot of pressure on the corporate bond market. You're going to get better opportunities sometime probably next year on that. And so you want to stay high-quality. Uh, we're getting a lot of questions on the precious metals. We like the precious metals sector. We've been telling you about that. The gold and the silver, uh, as we talked about earlier in the show, uh, we predicted in the Max Out Savings Report a 20-year bull market at the end of twenty uh, of 2002, the start when the Fed Reserve started with their flooding the world with money. The final act is going to start being played out over the next three years or so. I think you're going to see this sector do very well. Uh, gold is broken out of a long-term trend, six, seven-year trend. Uh, uh, and silver silver has moved higher. Uh, and and that, that, I think, is going to go up as well. I think the, the gold is going to break through the record high uh, of 1900. I think you're going to see silver substantially higher. This is a long-term move. The central banks around the world are all starting to flood the world with money, and how it's going to play out is going to be a currency crisis, and this is going to be very bullish for gold. Uh, in addition, even the central banks are buying gold. Everybody's buying gold right now, but one of these central, one of these currencies is going to get in trouble, and when it does, that's when you're going to see some very sharp moves in the, in the, in the precious metal sector. Uh, you're going to see a lot of moves in different asset classes. And, and so look for the currency crisis. By the way, got just a couple minutes left. If you want to get in with a question or comment, 
339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. So, uh, by the way, look, looking at the charts on the, I've got to cover this. Where are they? Here we go. Uh, look, since since about uh, May, at the beginning of June, let's say, gold and silver had just exploded higher. Uh, very One of the, the things that, that has surprised even me is is almost the lack of no correction, uh, particularly the stocks. Uh, institutions cannot get in. There's not enough liquidity. They're all trying to get in. Uh, I think you're going to see some type of correction. I, if you look at the gold, gold's gone from about twelve seventy five to fifteen sixty, fifteen hundred dollars. That's a big move up. Uh, I think it. I think it's going to start. I think we're going to see a correction in in, in the sector. Uh, I think it's simply a correction. I think this is a longer term, bigger move than people realize in in the precious metals. Uh, but look for a correction here. I, in theory, I mean, I think you could see a pullback of May to maybe, maybe fourteen fifty, fourteen fifty five in gold, fourteen sixty in silver. You could see back down to maybe seventeen sixty, seventeen sixty five. It's probably so you're going to get a little bit of a pullback here. These stocks have had, are in parabolic moves, uh, but uh, you know it, it looks good. And one of the reasons for the parabolic moves, as we talked about in some past shows, there's just no liquidity in the sector. They, the big institutions, if, if you own Apple, you might own it. You know it's a trillion dollar market cap, and, and the big the big gold companies like uh, Barrick or Anuma, they they got like a thirty billion dollar. I mean it's. It, 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 it it's you know you know a third thirtieth of it and, and so this huge money is starting to come into the sector so I think this is a big long term trend I think there seems to be a, a global move to safety bond yields might push back up they've really this has been an extraordinarily uh, huge move in government bonds I, I think there's almost been a panic in that sector so you want to kind of lay low I think you I think you could see some of this stuff correct the precious metals I think you could see interest rates go up some the dollar might sell off but the trend is still in place uh, we're looking for some type of deal with China but we think it's only going to be a partial deal look for for farm goods look for a deal with Huawei look for some rollback on some of the tariffs uh, but but it, it, it's just an issue and and the question is does the global recession spread to the United States and that's something we're going to be watching very closely for now I think you really have to have your defensive plan on place you want to own high quality stocks dividend paying stocks higher levels of cash in here and also and you want to make uh, you, you try to get into a little higher level yielding money market funds uh, government bonds shorter term two three four your government bonds in in there to so you you kind of lock into the rates during this drop because eventually the rates are going to go up. I think over the long term we're going to have deflation because they no no one can afford that much I mean deflation so we're going to have inflation but we'll talk about that another time. In the interim remember our motto and our philosophy to save aggressively invest conservatively. Go to the website maxoutsavings.com to sign up for the free report or you can set up an appointment with me. Hope everyone has a great weekend. Uh, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. Your clients want beautiful floors that stay beautiful. You want clients that stay happy after the job is done. Home decorated.